1: Three, two, one. Cue music. This is Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. On Movies First this time around, we are looking at a movie that has been described by many people as a comeback in the director's chair for the man who called the shots. However, I have also heard that man say, no, it is not a directorial comeback for me just because it's been 10 years between movies I have directed. Let's find out, A, whether it works, and, B, whether he liked it or not. Alex, first, let us find out about the Mel Gibson-directed Hacksaw
0: Ridge. Chris, Saving Private Ryan, one of the most harrowing, affecting movies that you could have seen, was it something you appreciated? Uh, It was. It was... uh
1: a really difficult movie to watch in parts, especially because of just the the pure
0: ferocity of war that was documented almost from the first shot. Yes, indeed, and I, that, that was the big thing about it. You just went straight in there, right? There was no respite from the very beginning. It wasn't a build-up. Hacksaw Ridge does build up, but then the harrowing, affecting component of it is so much i wanted to yell out at various points stop no more it was just so much by way of young men being blown to pieces so be warned some of the most graphic and violent depictions of war yet captured on film and it is about a conscientious objector during the second world war its graphic nature will undoubtedly be too much for some cinema goers it's got a vicious body count but of course that's war at close quarters as represented in Axor Ridge. Bayonets, machine guns, hand grenades, other incendiary devices, shock, maim, take the lifeblood from many young men. It's largely told from a sympathetic US perspective. The Japanese are painted as mercenary. One scene, they did not even adhere to the moral code of war. The performances are universally strong and the story unfolds in three chapters. The first... A young man, Desmond Doss, played by Andrew Garfield, growing up with his brother, hating their father, Tom, played by Hugo Weaving. Tom's a decorated veteran of World War I. He was irrevocably changed by that experience. Tom saw his three best mates fall in combat. He's suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder. He's taken to the bottle. He resorts to constant abuse of his wife, Bertha, Rachel Griffiths. The last thing either Tom or Bertha want for their children is to follow in their father's footsteps. And yet, in spite of Tom's strong feelings that he makes known in no uncertain terms, the children feel compelled to go to war. But as a direct result of what he witnessed at home, Desmond, this God-fearing character, is a pacifist. And he enlists to become a medic without bearing arms. Now, can you imagine going to war without having a gun in your hand?
1: Yeah, not for me, thank you. If I had to go to war, no, look, I'm not a good shot and I don't particularly like guns, but, you know, if I had to go to war, there's no
0: way I'd be leaving a gun behind. And that, of course, results in the second chapter in which Desmond stands his ground against his superiors. He refuses to bear arms. His superiors include Sergeant Howell, Vince Vaughan, Captain Glover, Sam Worthington. They want him discharged from the army for failing to lift a weapon. And then we come to the bloody Battle of Okinawa in which Desmond shows his real mettle. Dorothy Shute, played by Teresa Palmer also, happens to be one of the most sympathetic of characters in this movie, Axor Ridge. She's a nurse with whom Desmond falls in love. But what stands out is his selflessness. He felt he needed to fulfil his duty. He thought it was his responsibility but not to hurt people, rather to help them when they were most in need. When Mel Gibson first heard the story of Desmond Doss, the first conscientious objector to receive the US Medal of Honor, he was taken by the extent of this man's sacrifice. And this is a quote from Mel. Here was a man who in the most pure, selfless and almost unconscious way, repeatedly risked his own life to save the lives of his brothers. Desmond was a completely ordinary man who did extraordinary things. And I thought Andrew Garfield captured Desmond's bravery without ego quite magnificently. If ever there was a film to showcase the atrocities of war, this is it. Some of the images are going to stay in my memory bank for one heck of a long time. And I thought Gibson's direction was spot on. Even if I... I I thought the movie was a tad long. I mean, it, it is... Rated MA for good reason. It runs for two hours and 19 minutes. That is Hacksaw Ridge. Now, I have
1: plenty of questions here, Alex. Firstly, it has been, and I mean this with the greatest of love, respect and affection for the people who work in the Australian film industry, it's been a pretty lean year. Mm. I, I look at the cast of this you mentioned a couple of people you mentioned uh, Hugo Weaving and Rachel Griffiths uh, you mentioned Sam Worthington it has Firas Durrani in it he's another Australian it has Luke Bracey in it who's another Australian there are Australians like Richard Roxburgh appears in Hacksaw Ridge as well there's plenty of others in there, in there is this and I appreciate it's got Hollywood muscle and Hollywood money behind it but is this one of those movies that shows
0: just what Australian film can be oh absolutely this is the film of the year from australia without any question of doubt it's received 13 nominations for the australian equivalent of the oscars and i know it's not the oscars it is called they're called the actors double a, a actor double a was trying to work out how many a's but uh yeah it's called the actor awards and 13 nominations Look, there's not even competition as far as I'm concerned. This is going to scoop the pool, and it deserves to do so. It was shot in New South Wales. I mean, amongst various places it was shot. So, you know, this is very much an Australian movie. And you've mentioned, you know, it's one of those things. uh, It it was basically also they used Sydney Olympic Park as one of the locations. And, you know, you, you could say, well, Saving Private Ryan probably was a better movie if I'm comparing the two. But Hacksaw Ridge, well, best thing I've seen this year from an Australian movie, I was thinking about Porno, Mm P-A-W-N-O, that was shot in Footscray, and that was a good film, but it wasn't of the same calibre as this film. There haven't been a lot, though, this has been a pretty bad year for Australian cinema, and you know you you pay your twenty bucks to see a movie if you're going to pay full toed odds, you take a partner you buy your popcorn, you buy your drinks, you know you're very quickly up to fifty bucks or more uh, you know that's that that's the test to me. Do you go and see an Aussie movie just because it's an Aussie movie? No, you go and see the best movie around finally i can I can really crow about Axel or and say. You know, this is the one to see. This is the one that you know does compare very, very favourably what, with what else is going around, and you know that's that's fantastic. So, and, by the uh, way, actor for those people who want to know what 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 do you know do you know what actor stands for?
1: Oh, it's something about yeah, acting, yeah, television, cinema. Academy, yeah,
0: that's right. Australian Academy uh, Cinema Television Arts. That's how it sort of goes. You've there got to, you've
1: got to have an acronym these days. You
0: do well, It used to be the Australian <laughs> Film Institute, the AFI
1: Awards. Which was a lot easier to say.
0: I agree. I, I think the double A, it's kind of like aardvark.
1: <laughs> Maybe they're trying to get an early spot in the dictionary. I but note in, in the first... In, it's interesting, actually. I noticed with, the, with this one, with Hacksaw Rich Alex, that the first of the award ceremonies has already been and gone, and that was the 2016 Hollywood Film Awards, and this did pick up a Director of the Year Award for Mel Gibson. So...
0: Well, that's the question, of course, though. Will, will Hollywood forgive Mel for his personal demons and allow him to receive a vote, let's say, at the Oscars or maybe the Golden Globes for Best Director?
1: Well, I don't, I don't know much about the Hollywood Film Awards. I should probably throw that out there. Uh, but uh, it shows at least that there is some recognition for him already for this and maybe, just maybe, uh, Hollywood has thought a little bit on him
0: well possibly i mean the the hollywood film awards you wouldn't have heard a great deal about because they're pretty new they've only been held since 1997 so you know they don't have the same status if you like as as the bigger Award ceremonies. I mean, it's become a bit... It, there's only one Oscars, let's be honest. That's oh, what, yeah,
1: yeah, I, I appreciate that, that, that. But, you know, you, looking, I'm just looking back at some of the things that, that have won gongs at the Hollywood Film Awards, you know. Uh, Sandra Bullock won Best Actress uh, in Gravity a few years ago. Matthew McConaughey won Best Actor in, in Dallas Buyers Club a few years ago. Uh, uh, Eddie Redmayne won uh, an award for The Theory of Everything, as did uh, and Benedict Cumberbatch in The Imitation Game. So, you know, they're certainly picking the
0: right movies in there. So you never know. No, absolutely. So no, let's let's hope keep keep our fingers crossed because it's worthy. It's an eight to eight and a half out of ten film, Hexaw Ridge.
1: You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audiobo, Stitcher, and iTunes, or your favorite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com.